0: Now, if you love rugby league, I know that you're going to love Oztag now. If you love Oztag, if you love going to the beach in the summer, which I think we all do uh, during the summertime, going to the beach and playing some beach footy now, that gets upgraded. You can play some beach Oztag through Evo Sports. Go to Evo Sports' website. You can grab tags for 10% off. 10% off with the code BIGLES10. Make sure you go and you get yourself some tags before it is too late, before the summer ends. The summer's not done yet, ladies and gentlemen, and there's plenty of sun out in that beautiful sky at the moment, so make sure you go and you get yourself some Evo Sports tags, A-S-A-P, evosports.com. Get yourself some sports tags, get the Oz tags. You get a full kit, guys, a full kit which includes Oz tags, it includes cones, um, and it includes the belts themselves as well. It also includes a beach football, waterproof football. So, in case you're kicking in the water, in case your mate is a nutcase and he kicks it in the water going to be okay because it is a waterproof football. Make sure you go and get that kit 10% off. It is almost robbery. Go to evosportsco.com.au. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Now, I want to have a chat to you guys because obviously a few rumours over the past two to three days came out about Dom Young obviously going to the Roosters and who the Roosters would be giving up in return now. I was gobsmacked. I was really gobsmacked because I don't think the Roosters really have an idea of who the back row starting is going to be, considering that Nat Butcher played really well during the end of last year. Uh, and then S- Sicily Tupanua has been an absolute freak for the past two years. Two to three years. But apparently, the Roosters firstly offered up Satili Tupanua. Obviously, he's just coming off an ACL injury, which is absolutely massive. Um, And they've just offered him up for Dom Young. Now, I think the Knights rejected that one. And then they offered either. Now, this was the bit that shocked me the most. Either Egan or Nat Butcher. Um, Two of the guys that are really uh, starting to play well for the Sydney Roosters. Obviously, juniors with South uh, and then moved over to the Chooks later on. I mean, the fact that the Roosters were willing to trade away guys like Egan and Nat Butcher or Satili Tupanua, I think it's a bit much when they've just lost COC Siwa Takiaho and obviously Jarrah Maria Hargreaves could ret- retire at the end of this year. He ret- could retire at the end of this year or at the end of next year. Um, another rumour I heard actually today uh, from the Sydney Roosters is apparently Spencer Lieniu has signed with the Sydney Roosters for next year uh, and he's made it Clear to the boys that he will be leaving at the end of 2023 to go to the Roosters. So, um, a few big ones, a few big updates there for the Roosters. We'll talk about obviously Egan, that butcher. I uh, said, so tell you Tupanua first. Now, Tupanua, I think I can understand more than I can understand than the butcher boys being traded off for Dom Young. I think I can understand Tupinua a little bit more, obviously, because they are a bit scared uh, that, they, that he isn't going to be the same after this ACL injury. Uh, you look at Luke he hasn't really been the same since his concussions. Uh, neither was Boyd Cordner or Jake Friend, who they had to lose to retirement because of their respective injuries. They were obviously a bit much older than the other guys, uh, but they could have played maybe another one or two years extra if they didn't have those injuries, those concussions. They're a bit scared about Luke Keary. I think they'd be a bit scared too about Satili Tupanua coming back from that ACL. It's a big injury, a really, really big injury. They've got a few guys coming back from some big injuries as well uh, this season. So I think they would be a little bit worried about Satili Tupanua coming back into this side uh, and probably want to make that the Knights problem. Now, you know, risk versus reward here. Risk, obviously, is that he won't be the same after that ACL injury, but reward, if he is... Anything like he was uh, during last season before that injury, he is going to be a really, really massive asset there for the Newcastle Knights. You think about uh, some things they're lacking over there, it's definitely a bit of size and X-factor combined in the forwards. Uh, They're also missing a back row, obviously, with Mitch Barnett leaving. They do have Adam Elliott and Jack Hetherington. I think that gives them the opportunity to play Jack Hetherington in the middle rather than on an edge if they sign Tupanua. So I think it would be a big signing for them if they did go for Tupanua. And I think he'd be really, really good for them, to be honest. And as I said, a really good replacement for a guy like Mitch Barnett there on an edge. Uh, You'd imagine that it would probably be Tyson Frizzell and Tupanua starting. I would start Tupanua for sure. has played 80 minutes before. He's also played a bit of centre, obviously, in those games where they've lost a few players, the Sydney Roosters. He's played centre as well. So he brings a lot to this side if he does go to the Newcastle Knights. Now, obviously, Newcastle rejected this one, but it's a bit of a hypothetical there if Tupanua was to go to the Newcastle Knights. Now, the second option was... Either Nat Butcher or Egan Butcher. Neo, you know, if I had to pick between the two, I've seen less of Egan, so I'd probably be more inclined to get rid of Egan. Uh, but I'm, from what I'm hearing, Egan is an absolute beast at training at the moment. He's really killed it in the preseason. So is Nat Butcher as well. Um, but Nat Butcher, I think he just provides that versatility. I'd be more inclined to have Egan in the middle. Uh, rather than on an edge because he just provides so much in the middle. He's an absolute mongrel, just an absolute goer. Anyone would be keen for an Egan Butcher in their team. Just that young mongrel coming off the bench can play anywhere in the forwards and gets the job done. Nat Butcher, I feel like he's better on an edge. I feel like his attack and, he, and the lines that he runs, he's more suited to the edge. So I feel like he'd be more um, sort of inclined to play him on an edge. However if I'm picking which one I would rather have or rather keep and which one I'd rather trade away, I'd probably be more inclined to keep Nat Butcher and trade away Egan. Egan, obviously, as I said, I haven't seen much of him, not as much as I have seen uh, of Nat, uh, but I would probably be more inclined to keep Nat Butcher and start him in the back row, uh, for this Roosters side. So, um, look, there's definitely ups and downs to both of these. Nat Butcher and Egan Butcher, if I had the choice to keep both of them, I would because they're both awesome and they're both really talented footballers, even though in the forwards, uh, very, very talented footballers and I would keep both of them if I had the choice here. But obviously, if I had to trade one away to the Newcastle Knights for Dom Young, as I said, I'd probably be more inclined to trade a guy like Egan Butcher over Nat. Now, would I make the trade in the first place? Not really. I think the Roosters have too many outside backs at the moment, obviously just signing Corey Allen. Um, they've also got Jackson Paulo over there who they've just bought uh, they've got to sort out whether Su is playing at centre or on the wing. Uh, Daniel Tupo is obviously on one wing as well, locked in. You're not really changing that one. Uh, they've got Billy Smith there as well, coming off another ACL injury. So that's going to be interesting to see if they use him. They've got a lot of outside backs at the moment at the Sydney Roosters. The last thing they need is to add to that headache and bring over a guy like Dom Young. As good as Dom Young is, um, I would... Not this year. I, I don't think I'd do it this year. I'd sort of... Uh, rely on what I do have at the moment and I think it just means that the guys that have been signed to potentially play in those positions won't get a crack at all that means that Jackson Paulo and Corey Allen will probably uh, be you know shift off to reserve grade for the year and I think that they're both first grade footballers um, with who am I picking over Corey Allen and and Jackson Paulo if they don't get Dom Young at the Sydney Roosters I'm probably going to be more inclined to go ahead and take uh, Corey Allen. I've seen more of Corey Allen. I feel like uh, you know Jackson Polo might need a few more games in reserve grade, uh, but he's a very talented player, and I think later on in the year, I'd be more inclined to have him in the side. But look, before I get onto a bit of a roosters dribble here, I think that um, they've got too many issues in the back line at the moment to be getting another guy and adding to that headache, as I said before. But look, Dom Young... I mean, if I could trade maybe a Jackson Paulo or a Corey Allen, then I'd be more inclined to make that trade, but I wouldn't be trading a forward. I'd be more inclined to trade one of the outside backs that we are willing to give away, such as, obviously, a Corey Allen or a Jackson Paulo. I think those are the guys I'd be asking about to sort of uh, send over there. I think the Knights actually would be more inclined to take one of those guys as well, considering... You know, If they do give away uh, Dominic Young, they haven't got many options in the back line and most of the guys that they do have as options are, in my opinion, s- still need a few more games of reserve grade before they come in. Um, they still need a few more games in the Reggies before they come into these first grade sides. So um, I think that the Knights would be more inclined to maybe take an outside back than a forward. I think in the forwards, they're, they're all right. They're not the best, but they're all right where I don't think they need really realistically a forward over a back. I think that if they work at this back line a little bit, the Knights, they can build something really special there. They've obviously got Bradman Best, um, Dane Gagai as well, Lachlan Miller is at fullback, and then obviously they've got Dom Young on one wing and probably Inari Chuala on the other wing or maybe a Heimel Hunt. I could be forgetting someone here. I feel like I am. Uh, but they've got a pretty decent back line there at the Newcastle Knights, which is why, at least in my opinion, I think that they'd be less inclined to give away a back um, for a forward rather than a back for a back, because that way you're sort of maintaining some of that X-factor in the back line as well. Maybe a Dom Young-Jackson Paulo trade. Jackson Paulo adds a bit of X-factor to one of, the, one of the wings or maybe even a center spot. You move Dane Gagai to a wing um, or, you know, uh, however you want to sort that one out. Um, I think that Jackson Paula would be great over at the Newcastle Knights. But yeah, look, main point here, um, I would be more inclined to maybe trade over a back than a forward if I was the Roosters. Moving on to Spencer Leen, you in that sort of rumor that he signed with the Sydney Roosters. I think it's really good. We sort of talked about it at the start, the plan... Um, obviously, after Jared O'Rea Hargreaves. I mean, you take a look at that forward pack, you take out Jared Maria Hargreaves, Lindsay Collins, Spencer Lenu, uh, Matt Lodge potentially off the bench. Oh, he could probably be retired by that point as well, but uh, yeah, they're building a pretty decent forward pack. You add the Egan Butcher and the Nat Butchers in this side, it's Tilly Penua Victor Radley. Pretty awesome forward pack there. And then the cheese at nine as well. Uh, the plan after Jared looks pretty damn good if they're getting a Spencer you into this side. They've got some other guys in Reggie's as well who are quite good. Obviously, your Sue Wongs and your Whites, Whites uh, who are quite good there in the middle and on edges. Uh, so they've got a pretty decent plan after your Jareds and your Matt Lodgers are out of this team uh, after they retire, obviously. And I think Spencer Laney is a perfect fit. They were going to get Tom Flegler. I even made the post, I even made the post about it, the, po- the post about the rumour had Spencer Spencellino in a Roosters jersey had Tom Flegler in a Roosters jersey took me about an hour and a half to wed it and then looked at my phone and Tom Flegler had signed with the Dolphins, so um, yeah, look, if they got Tom Flegler as well, it would be perfect, um yeah, but look, getting Spencer you in this side, if they do, I think that he'll be perfect for this forward pack. Absolutely perfect. They're building really, really solid young mongrel forwards over at the Sydney Roosters at the moment. Spencer you added to that little forward pack there is going to be awesome, and I can't wait to see if it happens. Uh, but yeah, look, I think that the Roosters definitely got a lot to think about over the next few weeks, it's what their priorities are as well. Now, uh, in terms of the starting back line, Uh, all sort of compasses point towards Jackson Paulo starting on the wing with Suwali'i moving into the centres. Now, I believe Suwali is injured to start round one. Not too sure about that one. I I think I heard something about Suwali maybe missing round one. Um, but look, we'll have to wait and see. And I can't wait to see how this Rooster side does go. They've obviously got a lot of things to worry about this year as well. You mean, I mean, uh, the cheese coming into this side—is he an eighty-minute hooker, or is he playing forty to fifty, maybe even sixty minutes? And then you bring on a Jake Turpin. Uh, look, I can't wait to see how this side shapes up. And I can't wait to see if they do get Spencer Lenu and if this Dom Young trade ends up going through. Whoa.